In this podcast, I'm hoping to share what it means to be a father and uh, something about fatherhood since Father's Day is coming Sunday. The last verses of um, the Old Testament in Malachi, the Lord says, He will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers, or else I will come and strike the land with a curse. That is so important that uh, the father and son, uh, father and children, really, have that relationship. Because in the book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, the angel uh, was speaking to, uh, to the father of John the Baptist, and he said, this is chapter one of Luke. And he will go on before the Lord and in the spirit and power of Elijah to turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the disobedient to the wisdom of righteousness to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. How important the fathers are in this whole situation. Folks, it's amazing to me how we've let fatherhood degenerate in our day in so many ways. For one thing, fatherless homes produce a lot of our uh, prison population. The last uh, last, uh, thing that I saw on a a chart was that 80% of those young people in prison, 80% didn't have a father in the home. That's how important dad is, believe me. Another thing about a father, uh, they're they're not only to uh, teach their children, but they're to demonstrate to their children what it means to walk with God and to lead a godly life. It's so important because you can tell them a lot, but they look at what you do and you show them the truth when they're watching you, the truth of how you are. So just remember, not <laughs> if you're going to talk about it, you better be doing it. And it's very important that you do demonstrate that with your children because they will listen to you before anybody else when you're honest with them. It's amazing to me how important it is. I remember one of the things that, that the father can do for his children is give a father's blessing to his sons, for instance. My father left when I was four. I had a stepfather come back in when I was uh, uh, seven or eight, and uh, stepfather left, and dad came back in when I was 12, left when I was 14. But that last session with him, 12 to 14, was in Galveston, Texas. We were walking down Market Street one afternoon. He and mom were behind me, and I heard daddy tell my mother, that's my boy, and I love him. I don't care if he grows up to be uh, an engineer and make a lot of money, or whether he he uh, becomes a bum with holes in his britches. He's my boy, and I love him. Folks, that statement has stuck with me for <laughs> for all these years because 
my father said he loved me. Now, he didn't know how to show it sometimes, but he said he loved me. And that was so important to my ears and to my body, <laughs> to my mind, all of it, that he loved me. And no matter what I became, my daddy would still love me. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, how God how God used that in those days to help me through the next years that followed become anything because see I, I when I was in high school I worked in a foundry uh, my job was to come in after school and fire up the furnace and make uh, melt all the metals down and pour into the molds that my uh, boss had made all day and uh, so I worked my way through high school and uh, it was um, uh, it was very interesting uh, to work with uh, with that kind of situation. But my, my boss was a godly man, and he taught me about the Lord. Well, I wanted to be a metallurgist because I just loved working with metals. My daddy said anything that I did, anything I became, he would be happy with that because he loved me. I wanted to be a metallurgist. And I told my boss that, and uh, he was training me. And one day I, I shared with him the fact that God is calling me to preach. And he said, wonderful. I said, no, I don't think so. I want to be a metallurgist. He said, no, you don't. You want to be whatever God wants you to be. And I thought, well, that's true. That's true. And so I uh, prepared college and seminary and uh, other things to prepare pastoring and things along the way. Uh, one day, I found Dad. I hadn't seen him in about three or four years. And I found him in New Orleans uh, working in a, uh, in a feed plant that was across the street from the Jackson Brewing Company. Uh, they were, when they're through with their grain, they would send it to the food plant. And Dad was so excited to see me, gave me a hug. And, uh, oh, he said, son, what are you doing? I said, Daddy, uh, I'm pastoring a church. He said, you what? I said, I'm pastoring a church, a Baptist church. You are? I said, yeah. He yelled, hey, you guys, come meet my son. He's a damn Baptist preacher. <laughs> but still, he loved me. <laughs> I tell you, God is so good because that sustained me to know about that love. Years later, Many years later, I came back from the Bahamas. I had to do a mission work down there. I came through New Orleans and spotted Daddy on the street. And he was absolutely degenerated. He had physical being his clothes. He was just a wreck. I jumped out of the car, ran over and gave him a hug. And he said, Daddy, son, my life is a mess. I'm a wreck. I said, Daddy, God loves you and I love you. I said, I told you a long time ago, if you'd accept Jesus as your Savior, that he would bless you and help you get your life right. He said, how do you do that? I said, let's pray. Folks, he fell on the sidewalk on his knees, right at my feet, grabbed my hands like an altar rail, and prayed the prayer to confess his sins and ask Jesus Christ to be his Savior. Oh, my. <laughs> Years after that, uh, well, he started attending the, uh, the Seaman's Rescue Mission down on Magazine Street in New Orleans because that's where he felt at home. 
with other people who'd been derelicts and were recovering. And uh, uh, I, uh, I was called later when he died to bury him there in, uh, in Louisiana. But you see, I had a sense of joy about things now because I had been obedient to the Father, but my Father had been obedient to God in approving what I did and loving me through it. Folks, that's so important. As a matter of fact, uh, when a father gives his blessing it uh, to, his, to his daughter, for instance, uh, he, if he tells her she's beautiful and he loves her and that she's a treasure then and that she needs to wait till marriage before she uh, gets involved um, with sex or anything, it's, it's such a blessing because uh, if not, if she's not blessed like that, the first time a teenage boy has a date with her and gets her out in the car and, and he tells her how much he loves her and how beautiful she is, she'll believe him and he'll say, I love you so much. And what he means is, I love me and I want you to love me too. <laughs> they have no idea what real love is, but she'll be protected. I, I tell the kids uh, that I deal with, I want you to make a box, take your right hand, make a fist, Touch your right shoulder, your right knee, your left knee, your left shoulder, and back to your right shoulder. Now, you've made a box. That box is a treasure chest, and it's not a toy box. It's a toolbox. And that is not to be messed with by anybody <laughs> until you get married. And if you, re re if you restrain yourself, and Mary as a virgin, believe me, that toolbox becomes a treasure box. It's a treasure chest, believe me. My wife and I have experienced this, and it's been such a blessing for 66 years. The last year and a half, she couldn't move. She was paralyzed, and I, I changed her, cleaned her, fed her, washed her, and kept her moving every two hours. For a year and a half, God gave me a year and a half to show her how much I loved her. Oh, it was wonderful. But then finally I was able to release her to the Father so she could dance again <laughs> on the golden streets. Well, let me read something to you about fatherhood. This came to me from a sophomore at Baylor. It's entitled The, father, the Purpose of a Father. It's to demonstrate the love of Jesus for the church by loving his wife as agape love, that's godly love, and giving himself for her daily. The father's purpose is to guide his children with him with a firm hand into the straight and narrow path from which they will not depart when his hand is removed. The purpose of a father is to encourage his children even when that love is undeserved and scorned. The purpose of a father is to teach his family uh, to bear the fruits of the Spirit, to help them learn how to walk and live with God. His, uh, the father's purpose is to lead his family in the paths of righteousness that the Lord might be glorified through them. To allow the character of Almighty God 
to be revealed in him. That's his purpose. But this is a task of such awesome responsibility that without the the indwelling power and continuous guidance of our Lord Jesus Christ, it is impossible. But when a father is diligent to his task and remains devoted to his supreme commander, then his children will find the way of righteousness as easily as a tree finds the sun and spreads its branches to receive the nourishing rays. They will be drawn to the love of their heavenly father because they have seen that love in their earthly father. And it's close, he said, thank you, dad, for letting the nature of God be made manifest in you and for lighting my path into the kingdom of heaven. Love. John Lanou, Jr. That's my son. This I treasure more than the Hope Diamond or Rembrandt. This is precious to me because he has learned what it's like to be a father, how a father should be. But he's encouraged me to keep doing what I'm doing in my family and serving the Lord. Thank you again for this wonderful Father's Day. God bless you in it. Honor your father and tell him how much you love him. He needs the encouragement. Bye-bye.